<laughs> What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. <laughs> Welcome to you. you. Can sip, with, can us. sip us. with us. I'm Colleen. I almost said another round. I almost did two. Because this is our usual Patreon recording time yeah. slot. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. this is in a lot of ways today is like multiple realities playing out. Like what if it went this way and what if it went that way? I'll have to explain this more. Okay, great. Cause I am not sure which reality I belong in at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, this is nope. the reality is wh- the reason why we're recording when we normally record Patreon is because in the reality that I woke up in this morning, immediately after this podcast recording, I was going to get in the car with Chris and go to the airport and go to Vegas. What the fuck is happening? What's happened is about an hour ago, no! we got a notification that our flight was canceled. Oh, my. So this never-ending ice saga in Portland <gasps> continues on. It was supposed to thaw. So just to recap, everyone, if you're not over on Patreon, I shared this over on Patreon as well. P-A-T- uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. That's where you get Friday episodes and we give you all the juice. Over I just feel Patreon. like we don't hit that hard enough. Like no. you guys don't under, we're going to start slamming you in the face with that. You need to be on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Look, it's good over here. It's great over here. We love it over here. It's another, like this is, what is this? This is, um, this is the big show and Patreon is the bar afterwards, baby. Yeah. I was thinking the Patreon's like girlfriends going to a mountain retreat. It's a girl's weekend where you just like hang around. You have a good time. You, it's easy breezy. No social battery yeah. needed. But we let the real shit fly. Yes. Like if you guys were to come on a weekend away with us, you would really get a sense of who we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what Patreon is. So you have a sense, but you get like a, whoa, oh, wow. Whoa. They're like, like that. So I, you know. Yes. Okay. Yes. So anyway. Five bucks a month, that's really like with that's with inflation. It's less than a latte these days. Yes. You know? Yeah. Okay. So I caught everyone up over there on the ice saga that started on Friday, uh, you know, a week and a half ago. Over a week. You're ago. Listening, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this. And it was like ice pellets coming down. It was snow coming down. Then it all froze. Then it was freezing rain on top of that. So it's like mm-hmm. a skating rink out there. It was all supposed to thaw out. Okay. That was the plan. Right. Kids are supposed to go back to school. We got a note from our like daycare director that was like, I hope this is the last time I'm sending this school is canceled email, but you know, things are supposed to be warming up later this week. And then it just didn't thaw out mm. when they thought it was going to. Not mm-hmm. only did it not thaw out, so they canceled school again. Um, yeah. Kids have not been in school now for a week and a half, basically. For a year, really, for, like yeah. a lifetime at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now they're forecasting freezing rain again. For like tonight. So anyway, yeah, yesterday was a hard day. Uh, and I had a thought, you know, and there were. Was it? Yeah. I, yeah. I had a hard day, a real hard day oh. yesterday. There were tears. Wait, didn't we record yesterday? Yeah. There, I, there, was this after? Yeah. A little bit before and then like a lot after. <gasps> I didn't know. I, sorry. Oh, I cried okay. all, you know. Well, like, it, it was it just was all... like a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Of like, oh my gosh, it is, this is actually my rant, so I'll just talk about it now. And I want to preface mm-hmm. this by saying I absolutely love my job and I love the flexibility of remote work and I would not trade it for the world. Right. That said, remote work is really hard when it comes to things like weather or sick kids because the remote work doesn't stop. Right. It doesn't care that it's a nice storm here. And I have like mm-hmm. the most understanding people in the world, but at the end of the day, when the kids are home for a week, it's like you got to get you can't take a week off work. You know, got to get stuff no. done. And it's this feeling of like, like they need you and work needs you. And it's the same world in the same house all at the same time. Like yeah. I was on the phone with well, I won't get into all the details, but it's like I'm doing one thing that's really important. And then there's this other thing that's happening in the background. That's like crazy. Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah. And then I, and then it's like, you're, it's sad. Cause you know, you're, you're so close to the kids, but so far in their eyes because you're tied up with work and it's like, mom's here, but she's not here. And then it's like, that's when they want you the most is when they can right. sense that you're focused. And so then I'm like feeling detached from them. Mm. And then when you feel detached, it's like, I start, you know, and then there's overwhelm on my side. So I'm snappy. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I apologized to Ben last night before he went to bed. Yeah. You know, we were laying down and I was scratching his back and I said, I'm really sorry. You know, and I got specific about the things that I was sorry about. Mm-hmm. And he's so sweet. It's like, it's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm like, but Ben, you know, I just want you to know that tomorrow's a new day and I'm going to try harder. Mm-hmm. God, I cried talking about it. It was like, it just, man. And it you know, so you're hard. like, this is a moment yeah. in time. Like next week we're going to be back in our routine. But I was, I had this feeling yesterday of like, I totally get, we were very fortunate during COVID because one, we only had one child where it was like easier to man, like manage in that sense. And then also Chris was able to stay home for, you know, when there was no daycare, he stayed home yeah. with Ben. Mm-hmm. That became Chris's job. And Ben was little enough that it wasn't like, hey, we know mom's there and we need her, right? It was like he was able to kind of distract him more. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, you know, and then also like the age that Ben was, I don't feel like he missed out on like the thing. Like I feel like we didn't get hit as hard as a lot of people I know during Mm -hmm. COVID. But if that were to happen now, Mm -hmm. like in this stage of life, I was thinking yesterday, I was like, because, you know, a a lot of parents left the workforce during COVID. And I was thinking, I was like, because they had to, because they like, I get it. There is no way I would be able to like endure Mm -hmm. this. A full-time job. No way. The family. Yeah. No way. I also think it hits harder when you're like, yes, I love working and I love the career side of me, but ultimately what matters. And I think especially for you and like what Erica had said is how important your family is and then to feel like, yeah, at some, which is not true, right? But like, or maybe it is a little bit, but at some point, like my family is sacrificing for me to work. Like I'm forcing this thing on my family and ultimately like my family is the most important thing, but it doesn't seem like they're not feeling like they're the most important, right? It's like the yes. story we tell ourselves about yes. that. Yes. And I did not show up in any area of my life, it felt like yesterday. And I'm maybe over-dramatizing this because I I know that this is not true, but I had mm-hmm. these feelings of that I'm not showing up good anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's right. just – it's just a hard – it was just a hard day. So yeah. anyway, so yesterday we're like, all right, we got Vegas. We got Vegas I can tell you up. really quick before Vegas, and I know this is not everything, but you showed up for me oh. big time yesterday. Big time. And you guys will, if you listen to Patreon, you'll hear, but like I shared, um, I was more vulnerable than I think I've ever been publicly in the world. And, Mm. um, yeah, yeah. Like you were just, and I sent you that thing last night that was like something like, um, shame dies when stories are told in safe spaces or something like that. And you created, I mean, I think you're a safe space for everybody that you love, right? You give that to people, but I just, yeah, I don't think. I didn't at all feel like you weren't showing, you know, like you really showed up for me yesterday. So you wear many hats, but the friendship one yesterday was on point tight. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for Vegas. saying that. Yeah. So, so kind of got like tears coming down. It's just been a week. It's yeah. just been a week. So we're like, yes, we got Vegas, you know, and I have put so much like excitement and anticipation into this mm-hmm. because of all the fun things we have planned. Yeah. There's this one show that I got us tickets for that like they're like, this is the hardest show to get into. Yeah, they have a secret code. They don't tell you. They email you. It like sounds so fun. It's like they um tickets are booked out for like a year. I somehow got us tickets. You had to have a secret code to get the ticket. They email you the day of the show, like an hour before. They give you like the general area, and then there's a secret door to get into it. It's, Whoa! And it's like this magician that they don't know who it is, but it's it's a uh, someone with a mask on. But they, it's like okay. this person who's performed for like presidents and whoever. There's like <gasps> lots of theories of who it is, and it's supposed to be the best show in Vegas right now. I got us tickets. I had a dream racing experience planned for Chris's birthday for him to like be in a race car. Anyway, so flights canceled, and we call Alaska. 
And it's a wait time of four hours to talk to someone. Oh, my God. Finally, like, they get us into, like, a different number and a different thing. And they're like, yeah, we can't get you there until, like, basically when our departure would be. Because just everything. Like coming home? Yeah. Like everything's. <gasps> and we're like, what about through Seattle? Like, we'll rent a car and drive up to Seattle and fly right. out of Seattle. Like, they, we wouldn't get there till Saturday night. We'd miss everything that we have reservations for. So it's just, like, not even worth it. Oh so we're not God. going. What are you guys going to do? Are you just staying home? Are you going to go to a hotel? Are you going like. We're, we're figuring it out. We're staying home uh, tonight and tomorrow. And then Chris's birthday is on Saturday. And I'm going to figure it out. Like we're going to salvage. Yeah. Not only salvage it. We're going to thrive. Um, yeah. I'm going to like make something special. You know back to the drawing board. And we will get Vegas rescheduled. Yes. And I told Chris we're going to do it around whenever we can get tickets to that magic show because that's like yeah. what I, I don't even care about. I don't the tickets you can't refund. And um, <gasps> I was actually going to go on our stories. We have some friends who who have friends in Vegas, so we're checking with them first. And if they they don't if they don't have anyone who wants to go to this thing or can go to this thing, I'll put it up on our stories. Maybe a giveaway yeah. or like just for last minute, you know, see if someone can yeah. use them. Right. But I just I don't even care about the money. I just want to go at some right. point in my life to this thing. Yeah. So sounds amazing. How's Chris doing? I mean great. Chris is like do, such but, a know. trooper. Like he's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, and I was trying to do some positive reframing, but have you heard of burnt toast theory? Mm-mm. So burnt toast theory. When that plane, when the door ripped out on the Alaska mm-hmm. plane. I was on Twitter and I went to the comments and someone like a lot of people wrote burnt toast theory, burnt toast theory. So I looked it up and, you know, those people, they were late. The the people who were supposed to sit where that door blew open were late for their flight and Mm -hmm. missed it. Mm -hmm. And burnt toast theory is like if your toast burns or something as you're trying to get out the door, like stay home. Like there's Mm -hmm. something pulling you home. It's like a bad omen, bad luck, like hunker down, you know? Yeah. So I'm just chalking it up to burnt toast theory. We are not supposed to be on that. You know, the flight's non-existent, but we're just like not supposed to be in Vegas for some reason. We're not supposed to be gone this weekend. And tomorrow we're going to get back into our routine and I'm going to, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, it reminded me of when you guys got like really hammered with sickness last year. Yeah. And you just like couldn't, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's just, and you know that there's the end in sight. It's like, this is, this ice storm's not going to last forever. It's just, I think it's a mix of uh, a lot of different things and, and some cabin fever too. And disappointment, yeah. which is a tough thing to oh, yeah. wrangle, you know, mm-hmm. especially you just want to like, you know, it's Chris's birthday. Right. Right. That's, you know, whatever. Yeah. You've made it very special for him. Yeah. yeah. I That reminds me of the, have you heard this? It's like a Chinese, it's a story of a Chinese farmer. So, and tell me if you've heard this. A farmer and his son had a beloved horse who helped the family earn a living. One day, the horse ran away, and the neighbors exclaimed, Your horse ran away? What terrible luck! And the farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. A few days later, the horse returned home, leading a few wild horses back to the farm as well. The neighbors shouted out, Your horse has returned and brought several horses home with him. What great luck! The farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not. Later that week, the farmer's son was trying to break one of the horses, and she threw him to the ground, breaking his leg. The neighbors cried, your son broke his leg. What terrible luck. The farmer replied, maybe so, maybe not. A few weeks later, soldiers from the National Army marched through town recruiting all boys for the army. They did not take the farmer's son because he had a broken leg. The neighbors shouted, your boy is spared. What tremendous luck. To which the farmer replied, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Um, But I kind of, have you heard that before? Uh Uh-uh. Like this idea of like, all good things, all bad, whatever, like good and bad. It's like, mm, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. You know, like that burnt toe. Yeah. yeah. It's happening. It's happening for me. Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. I got a glass of wine. Yeah. I got you. Here I we got, are. we got a plan for tonight. That's fun. We're before mm-hmm. the free, before the roads seem okay. So before another batch of freezing rain comes, we bought the kids this. Um, well, it's, I bought it for Ellie. And it's being held at a store, this like kitchen thing. It's like a pretend oh, kitchen. Yeah. And I was going to wait and give it. It was like, it's just a good deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was going to wait and give it to her for her birthday. But instead, we're going to drive to go get it and bring it, get the kids in the car, drive to go get it, come back and make a night yeah. out of it of like, oh. we're going to have, a, pretend it's a restaurant. We're going to like play restaurant. Because, yeah, I think, I think we're, the road's look fine people are kind of like getting around getting to the store getting what they need to like hunker back yeah. down oh so. my gosh i know i've seen portland all over the 
socials yeah. with like cars sliding and major pileup accidents because of, and people falling down it's the way and just Trees like, it's are just, just sheets of ice. Wrecked, power lines down. There's pe- people who've been out of power for like a week. Our power's on our, you know, there's like our, we're warm. Like there's a lot that like we're, you know, we're okay. Could be yeah. like a lot worse. Yeah. Could be a lot right. worse. And the kids are not at school. They're home. They're home. Okay. Yeah. School's out. Probably so what out are tomorrow. you sipping on? I am sipping on a nice Bordeaux. Um, oh, beautiful. I made Chris last night his his birthday dinner request because we celebrated his birthday yesterday so that because we thought we were going to be gone. Could, yeah, right. So we pretend. So I'm like, Chris, what are we going to do? Like, we're home for your actual birthday. Ben thought it was your birthday yesterday. Like, right. You know, I don't know. We'll figure that out. But I made him uh, his favorite recipe for Swedish meatballs. Mm. Which is a labor of love, meatballs, you know, because you're getting in there, you're doing things, you're yeah. rolling it out, you're batch working it with butter, you're making a, a roux with, you know, with gravy, whatever, for the Swedish meatballs. And it was delicious. And this is, this was the wine that we opened up last night with it. Mm. So what are you sipping on? Um, Take one wild guess. Mm-hmm. Say yeah. less. Hold up yeah. that rosé. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Got it. <laughs> I emptied the bottle. I had, I had a glass or two the other night. And then tonight's bunko, neighborhood bunko. We Ooh. shall see how it all goes. Yes. Um, okay. But can you text I told me you, live action? Like, just, yeah, I'll you know, text yeah. you live. I'll tell you. Did I get any bunkos? Did I get any mini bunkos? Right. I'll keep you up to. I'll keep you up to date. Um, but did I tell you? I think I told you I went over to a neighbor's house the other night. No. And that's when I. Okay. So I re-listened to the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Went over to a neighbor's house the other night. We'll talk more about this over on Patreon, just like offline, whatever. But I'm going over to Bunko with her. Okay. And I went over to her house. She has a friend in town and she has two couches in her living room. And I walk in, she goes, come sit over here. Come sit between, like, let's be together, you know, instead of like sitting on that couch, like all of us sat on the one. And I was like, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Warm, cozy, friendly, inviting. Yep. Not wondering if there's room for me. Yes. You know, and that's how I I feel like, you know, I talk about this on Patreon. That's how I feel like I was kind of like walking through life is like, where do I fit in? Like squeezing myself into all these spaces over the last several weeks and just feeling like, "Ah, I don't fit here. This isn't comfortable. I don't feel here. This isn't comfortable. Right. I don't even fit here in my own home. This isn't comfortable. And then I went there and it was just like, oh, oh, this is, this is great. And so, yeah, we're going over there together. I'm having a little bit of wine with you right now. I have to shower. I have to clean. Drop something and I can't pick it up. Um, I have to shower. I have to clean. John's been gone all day. This is the week of Brewer's Fantasy Camp, but he's not doing Fantasy Camp this year. I think because of our kids' ages, some. And then also, it is really hard on your body. When you yeah. are athletic, they got people. These people are coming. So Brewer's Fantasy Camp is... Every year, the Brewers host this thing, and you play with, like, ex-players and ex-coaches. Okay. And you play two, like, it's, like, two games a day for five days in a row. It's a week-long thing. And, you know, Midwest people, especially Wisconsin, can drink. So they're drinking hard. They're playing hard. And they're, like, a lot of these men are 50-plus, right? And they've got their big, you know, beer bellies because you drink a lot of beer and eat cheese and all of that. And so they're having fun. The vibes are high, but if you are athletic in anywhere south of 50, you are, uh, like really putting your body through it. You know, like John was center field last year and he was running. I mean, he was trying to cover the, basically the entire outfield by himself, even though there's three (laughs) people out there. Um, but if you got like a 70 year old guy in left field, you know, he's like, John's going to be faster than him, whatever. I don't, I don't want to be disparaging. Like aging is beautiful. I love that these men, I hope this is not disrespectful. The point is, (sighs) I always overshare everything. No, this is fine. Keep going. The point is, it really does a number on his body. So, and mm-hmm. and that's what they all say. Like at the end of the week, yes. all of them, doesn't matter what, how old you are, they are all like limping, happens. can't stand up straight. <laughs> Their knees are shot. Like it sounds miserable. And I'm like, how was it? And he's like, I was awesome. You know? Yeah. But it's like, it took him, he said this last, last January, it took him probably six weeks to physically recover, to like not have pain anymore wow. walking. 
And so I think that was another reason that he didn't do it. But anyway, he drove up there today to the camp to like see the people and watch some games. And so that's cute. Um, yeah. So he's been gone. So I want to clean the house. I got to clean myself. I yeah. smell like an onion factory. Oh, did you see cool. my stories today? I didn't really because I, I I was don't know. looking at them with in silence because we were on the phone yes. with Alaska. Yes. Yes. So it's been the last couple of weeks and I smell my armpit and it, I kid you not, smells like sauteed onions. Hormones? It's got to be. The last time that I had this scent was when I was newly postpartum with Mac and nursing him. So, you know, yeah. then you're like, you're oh, of course it's a lot hormones. of different things. Yeah. But what the hell's going on right now? I don't understand it. I think ask, things start getting strange in our late 30s. It seems like it. You know, I did have my lab work done. I, d- I had blood work done on Tuesday this week and results are back. My nutritionist that I work with, she goes, Ashley, these are the best labs I've seen. Like your labs look amazing. So she's like just high level because mm-hmm. we are friends now, you know? Yeah. Um, so she's, we'll review it more, but your labs look great. Mm. But I'm going to tell her what the hell's going on. Something here? ain't great. Something ain't great. And it's cheeseburgers in my arm. Great. Smells like I don't want right. it. I don't want it. I'd rather <laughs> go back. back. Yeah, return to, be to sender. Like shit on the on the labs. Yeah, so return to sender. Anyway, uh, you know what feels great? What I'm having a nice little cry. I think it is the first time because so cleansing. And you guys are all like, "This is this Alaska flight canceled." Not to take it back to me, but it's all happening. It just happened. No, you should take it back to you. I talk about me all of the but, time, <laughs> but it just so happened. It's important, and we're reconciling we it, it, and it. In a way, like talking it through with you is kind of like one of the first times I've really felt my way Processing through it. it. Mm-hmm. And having a good little cry, just then you can, it's just as like amazing how much better you can it feel is. after that when you don't hold back the tears, you just let them flow. It is so, I feel like sometimes that's the, it, uh, to me, I think crying is cleansing. Yes. And I, you know, I coach people all the time and they're like, I'm so sorry for crying. I'm like, no, this is actually a really important part of the process. Yeah. Cause it's stored in you and it like actually is a physical, release. There's feelings and they need to come out. They need to come out through your eyes. And I think sadness, almost a little bit of grief, like grief maybe sounds intense, but like that feels appropriate with this. Yeah. Because you were so excited and Chris is your favorite person to like celebrate him and, and you're really good at celebrating people you love. Right. And so you have this weekend planned and all of these things. And you're so excited. The two of you, you got childcare covered and we You've really needed a break cabin fever hunkered down all of this ice and, and the yeah. weight of the week. So anyway, thank you for, uh, to, li- to you, Ash and to all the listeners for keeping some space for my, you know, tears. All right. All right, let's make sure we factor this in, okay, to our year. This I'll tell you what doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth? Canceled flights. What does, does. leave a good taste in your mouth? Factor. How was that? How baby, was that? that was, was that really good. Factors ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Forget frantic lunch preps and rushed dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals, all delivered right to your store with door, not store, (laughs) with over 35 meals to choose per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolution. Need a special occasion meal? Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. I, you guys, uh, so full disclosure, Factor um, sent us some meals to try. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we tried them. It's pretty awesome because this is like some meal delivery services where you're actually like cooking everything. These are like ready to go. You just like heat them up, right? Everything's yeah, prepared. Right. You just heat them right. up. So, and I really try and like stay away from the sugar and keto is pretty much like if you were to put that in a box, like a category, keto is what I go Mm -hmm. for. That's like one of factors specialties, right? Is like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. And so I absolutely loved having these on hand when we tried them out at no cost. I loved it so much 
that now they come <laughs> to my door every week. And I, (laughs) yeah, I'm a paying customer. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with them. They taste so good. I was Um, shocked because I sort of struggle sometimes with mentally like the pre-cooked portioned meals. Mm -hmm. And so I had heard a ton of my friends use factor. And so I'd seen people talking about it and saying how good they were, but I was always nervous. And then they sent them, like you said, no cost to us. And then I tried them and it, I think I had four of them so yeah. far. They were delicious. Delicious. So good. Yeah. I, I love like them. love having them in my fridge. If I go through them too quick, I get bummed out. I need to like up the quantity that we get because just yeah. having them ready to go for lunches like saves me during the day. Right. Just like mm-hmm. know that I have something that is designed for the way I want to eat that's going to taste delicious, that is ready to go, and I don't have to think about it. They also have the cold pressed juices. Did you get some of those? Yeah, so good. Yeah, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites. They've got extra protein you can add, veggie sides. They got whatever you need. Yeah, they're here for you. Head to factormeals.com slash with us 50 and use code with us 50 to get 50% off. That's code with us 50 at factormeals.com slash with us 50 to get 50% off. All right. So you know how we like our puzzles? Yeah. We love our connect. Well, oh we love God. our connections. I nailed connections, connections today. Did you see that? How did you nail that? I don't. Yeah, I saw. Know. You didn't even get one single wrong guess. I I've, got one and yeah. then completely shit the bed on the other three. Today was my day. It just came you together in my mind. It took a while. It took a while, but it did just, it? I think it's like the way your brain works. Cause there were things yeah. like when we were doing the connections together, there were things your brain saw that I was like, man, my yes. brain would have never done that. Right. Right. Today's yes. was designed for my brain. Today your brain was connected. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, there's this other thing that I'm going to send you mm. right now. Mm. I'm going to text this to you. This is from Barstool and I guess it's becoming kind of popular. DailyDozenTrivia.com. Ooh, okay. Great. I click on that link. I did this this morning and I'm curious to see how many you get. Okay. And I'll tell you how many I got. I got th- let's <laughs> three. Let's play. Out what of do I do? nine. So you click so on a box. Like, okay, I'm going to hit NFL. In January of 2002, the divisional in the divisional round, what Raiders defensive back hit Tom Brady from behind on the infamous tuck rule play? I can't name a single Raiders defensive back. I don't even know what that position is. I don't know anything about this. I guessed... I just put the only I don't I I don't know any players in the NFL really at all. Mm-mm. I put well, Jason Kelsey because I know that was wrong. I knew it wasn't oh, Travis, right. so I just put right. Jason, even though I know he's not on that team. I got it. I knew that I was. I can't whipping. name a single Oakland player. I don't even know who their quarterback is. There's people listening um, to this right now shouting in their cars. I'm sure there are, especially because they're Raiders fans. Raiders fans don't fuck around. No. Um. Let's just put Tom Dick. And Harry. <laughs> oh, it has to be. It has it to be like a real name. You have to you select. So you could write like Brandon or Josh, <laughs> and it'll fill in something. I'll for do you. Josh Adams because I don't know who that is. NBA. What Eastern Conference tree uh, team drafted Mo Bamba sixth overall during? I don't know who Mo Bamba Mo Bamba is, mm-hmm. but let's say um, let's say. Drafted Mo Bamba sixth overall during 2018. Let's say the Pacers. That's fine. Good guess. Sock. Oh, wow. These are sports. Okay. In 2007. Did you get that right? I don't know. Red means wrong. Oh, red means no. Okay. In 2007, David Beckham made waves when he signed a five-year deal with what MLS team? Was it LA Galaxy? Did he ever play for LA Galaxy? Oh, I got it right. Okay. So yes, he did play for LA Galaxy. And I got that one right too this morning. The only reason I knew that one is because I watched the Beckham documentary. Mm. Which have you seen that yet? No. You should watch that. It's very Wellington is the capital of uh, what country? Wellington sounds British. So would it be Great Mm -hmm. Britain? Okay. Wait. What do you think? I guessed. I think like. Great Britain's not coming up. So do I just put Britain? What did I guess this morning? Norway or something. I'll just put Ireland. Nope, that's not right. Celebrity mashup. Name the two celebrities. Wait, I want to guess again because I didn't know. Wellington's the capital of what country? 
Um, oh God, I know this one. Okay, the celebrity mashup. Name the two celebrities mashed in this photo. This is Keith Urban and Kathy Griffin. <gasps> I know, I can tell. You could tell Keith? that that was Kathy Griffin? Yes. Oh, Kathy good job. I got the Keith Griffin. Urban part this morning, yeah, but I did not get the, I could not see the other face. Those mashup ones, like. I want I want to do a whole I guess round Winona, of that. Who did I guess? I guess like Winona known for Ryan. their. Okay. This is beverages known for their especially special silver and especial gold varieties. This brand of tequila is one of the top selling tequila. brand. I'm going to say Jose Cuervo. Yep. That's what I guess Correct. too. Television meat wad. Frylock and Master Shake are characters from this animated series that originally debuted on Adult Swim in 2001 under this name. I want to say Future, what's that called? Futurama? Futurama. Oh. Nope, wrong. Movies. George Clooney set, plays a traveling corporate downsizer in this 2009 dramedy and Oscar's Best Picture nominee, also starring Vera Farmiga, Anna Kendrick, and Jason Bateman. Is this... In the air or in the sky. What's that one where he's like flying? In the clouds? Okay. In the... No, that's not coming up. What is that called? Above? Above? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do because I got this one right this morning. Do you want me to tell you? Is it in the air? That's not coming up. Type it in. It's not coming up? I did. I put in the and it says no answer found. So, um... It's um, try what's up. The, what's the first one? Up, up, up. Connect it to what you just said. Up in the air. That doesn't sound right. Up. Um, I'm literally telling you what it is. Well, I know, but you're not literally telling me. I am. I said up, and then connect it to what you just said. Up in the air. Is that yes. what it's called? That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> What? Yes. That sounds so wrong. Okay. Put it in. I did and I got it right. Thank you. Known for top 40 hits in the, what's this one? This one's music. Known for top 40 hits in the 2000s, like Superman, It's Not Easy, 100 Years, and The Riddle. This American singer-songwriter is known by this stage name. Superman. Um, American singer. Did you get this one right? I'm guessing what I guessed this morning. No, I got it wrong. Wait, are you playing again with me? Yeah, I'm playing again with you. Is it, it just resets? I did it from my phone this morning and I'm doing it from my computer. Oh, now you're on the computer. Right now. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were playing together. So I was just. Well, I've already done it. So I know, you know, but I was just re-looking at it to like reorient myself around the questions and stuff. Okay. So Superman, Superman, I want to say like Nickelback, but that's not a singer songwriter. Known by this, right? He's not a singer-songwriter. That's like a band. What's his stage name? Do you know? What's your guess? I guessed... <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I guessed Sia, which I knew was wrong. But that was my guess because it's like a stage name and I don't know. And it says, this singer-songwriter. Top 40 hits in the 2000s. So that was like when we were in high school. Eminem? Let's try Eminem. Ooh. That's not him. It's I know it's not him, but he was double dip. You've answered five questions incorrectly. Do you want to retry one of them? No, because I don't know any of this. I don't know. So are, do they tell you the answers? Oh, only 26% of people got celebrity They mashup. give you the percentages, but yeah, where are the answers? Yeah, they don't tell you the answers. Oh, it says click categories on main screen to see answers. Okay. Oh, here. Okay. We got to reveal the answers. Oh, I got it. Okay, so the music is... Five for fighting. Never heard. Of Never them. heard of them. Mm-mm. Okay. Television. The answer is Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay. Meat World, Frylock, and Master Shake. Also never heard of them. Capital O. Wallyberg or whatever that thing was. It's New Zealand. That makes sense why it sounds British to me. Wellington. I think it was Wellington. Uh, NBA. Orlando Magic. Okay. NFL. Charles Woodson. Never heard of him. Great. Oh, this kind is of fun. fun, right? It yeah. made me think of you. It made <gasps> me think of you doing this this morning because Honestly, this is this right up our now. alley. So now we have this another little right game and then you can share the results yeah. of like the green boxes and the red boxes. How I, many did you oh, get you right can. that day? Great. Yeah. 
Isn't that nice? Just a little daily mm-hmm. dose of trivia. Good job, Barstool Sports. So I like it because what I what I used to do in the morning is I'd wake up and I wasn't ready to get out of bed and I'd pull up my phone and I would check my email or scroll social or go to my DMs or whatever. And they say that that is like really bad for your brain. Really? So then lately, I've started this week or whenever we talked about, I think it was just this week, I've started going first because I'm still not ready to get out of bed. Right. But I'm going first to connections because I feel like then it's like the it's brain. a little brain game. A little something for the brain game. Yeah. So I do connections first and then I move into my usual fuckery. But I can do connections and then this trivia. Little trivia. And then, you know. And then so, I'll be ready to get out of bed and won't scroll at all and go get, you know, my coffee and do whatever. Part of my routine now, I still, I go to Twitter a little bit, not nearly as much as I used to. I check yeah. TMZ and I check Instagram, but not Where? nearly as much as like I used TMZ. to. TMZ.com? On the app. The app on my yeah. phone. But my big thing, my big dailies are I do Wordle by myself. I do connections with you. Now I'm going to do trivia with you. Today was day one for me of trivia. So we're on the exact same timeline. And then at night after the kids go down, Chris and I do the mini crossword. And then I do the big crossword by myself. We do spelling bee together during the day, Chris and I. And then I talked about this little mini crossword calendar. Remember the ruined surprise for Christmas? Yes, yes, yes. This thing. If you guys have any friends who do games, this little mini desktop (gasps) crossword I look forward to it every day. It's the New York Times mini crossword right on your, right on my desk. And it's paper pen. Chris is shocked that I do it in pen. First pass, I do pen. He said, you oh, need wow. a special yeah, pencil. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's brave. And I said, no, I don't need a special pencil. I don't need a pencil. What do you mean? What Are you insulting is my This is how I live my life. Christopher Lude? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you wanted someone to use pencil, you should have married someone dumber. I'm not sure what yeah. you're doing here. I trust Jeez, myself. Chris. But yeah. I feel like these little games have got to be, because I'm newer to this. I mean, I've been doing Wordle for a long time, but all these other games are within the yeah. last couple of months. And I think it's good for us to keep our little it brains is. firing. Like, I, f- I feel like these are good little games for our brains. I just Googled Daily Sudoku because I'm not a... It's so wild to me that I actually don't like Wordle or I don't like some of like right. crosswords because I, words are my favorite thing. I yeah. think I like words more than a lot of other things on the planet. Like, yeah. oh my God. And I always have, like I used to collect quotes and pick out song lyrics and like ever since I was in elementary school, I can remember. Yeah. And my friends would come to me and be like, I'm feeling this way. Do you have any quotes for that? Yes, I do. Yeah, you uh, always have the answer. Always. Content. The words. Yeah. The words. But Sudoku. I, I, th- I think I could do Sudoku. I Did you ever get into Sudoku when Sudoku was the all the rage? Yes. I when was didn't. That? That I've like never really done a whole Sudoku game, I don't ago, think. 15 years ago. Yeah. Is that where you try and make all the numbers this equal the same thing? Like every yeah. nine or something so, equal nine? Is that? Yeah. Well, you have to use – there's like all these squares and there's like segments. So you okay. have to use – like what I'm looking at right now – here, I'll send you this – this thing that I just found. I don't know if it's any good. There might be a better one. But what I'm looking at right now is nine squares of nine boxes in each square. Okay? Okay. And then you would have to, and there's some numbers filled in, you have to do every one of the small boxes, every, you know, there's nine boxes. In each of those nine boxes, you have to use numbers one through nine. But then in all the rows, you can't repeat numbers either. So all the way across and all the way down. I don't know if diagonal counts. Probably that also counts. I don't know. It's probably just down and across that you can't repeat numbers. So you have to get the numbers in the exact right box in within its own little cube, but then in the greater cube too. You know what okay. I mean? Got it. Yeah. This one says daily Sudoku for today's is very hard. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But that's probably not going to be that fun to listen to. We play, can do so. hard things. We can do hard. Well, that's exactly right. Oh my God. Speaking of, I know we're not doing faves today. I'll bring it again next week, what? but I want every one of you or whenever we do faves, I'll probably bring it again. I just listened to, so I love Elizabeth Gilbert yeah. and I also love Glennon Doyle. And I was okay. really on a, we can do hard things podcast kick for a long time. And then I feel like it ended up being, I think that they're just really heavy and intense all of the time. And I was yeah. thinking about myself recently and I was thinking, I am a really heavy and intense person Or I'm an absolute 
screwball. Like I'm like super laugh, silly, goofy, right? Like okay, I, Elizabeth I'm, I'm Gilbert, kind of I had to Google her. She's eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. Yes. Got it. Okay. So yeah, um, so but you, I'm, I'm the extremes, mm-hmm. right? Like I like silly, goofy, immature, ridiculous. And then I like deep, thoughtful, existential. I've never Those connected are like my that two- with you, but you're totally right. Yeah. yeah you're like, I just yeah. connected that about myself today. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so I'm listening to it and I think it was just like, it was too much of the always deep, heavy, intense and mm-hmm. not enough levity and fun and goofing around. So I got out of it, but I found it this week and Liz Gilbert has this new practice that she calls, um, letters from love. And it is a conversation with love and it's mm. her new like spiritual practice. So she sits down and she says, dear love, what would you have me know today? As if love was a person. And then you write to yourself from the perspective of love. Hmm. Right. And she read like some of her letter, Abby Wambach wrote some of her letter and then Glennon wrote some of hers. And it is Glennon's letter that reminds me of like, oh my God, this is why I love her. It's episode 269. And she writes about forgiveness and it made me cry. It's just like, Ooh. not like ball, but just like, this is beautiful it and poetic and hit like you. Oh my God. The, yeah. And right, I don't yeah. know who it wouldn't hit anyone that's listening to this podcast. I mean, it's going to not hit some, like John would be like, okay, that's a little hoity toity. Mm-hmm. But I feel like anyone that's listening to this podcast has some depth to them. And not that John doesn't have depth, but he also is a very face value person. Like yeah. he doesn't want, he's not wanting to analyze. He doesn't, you know, he right. doesn't care about that shit. He's like, I'm going to take it as it comes and whatever. So I feel like anyone would be impacted by this. And also because forgiveness is a topic all of us are Mm. curious about and interested in. And like, she just offers a perspective that I had never heard before. So go listen to that. Um, episode 269. Yeah. The middle of it. It's so beautiful. I, cause it's about forgiveness, but I'm going to save it right now or like put it in my dashboard. You know, I was thinking about an episode we should do this is these are my favorite kind of episodes because I came in with this whole list of things Agenda. to do and here we are just in in This it. is kind of how Patreon goes. Wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, I mean it's turned deeper out we're and more a intense. Sneak peek. But this is kind of how pa- yeah, when we when we're flyby, that's what Patreon is. It's just us fucking around and finding out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, episode two sixty nine. Yeah. I'm gonna say episode two sixty nine, and it's probably, you know, like the whole thing's an hour, but it's probably her portion of it. I haven't listened to the last 20 minutes, but her her Got reading it. is probably 20 minutes, like the in the middle 20. Anyway, Got it. very good. Um, yeah. Okay, downloaded and saved. I was thinking of an episode that we should do yeah. because I'm, yeah. I'm trying a couple different new things right now, and I don't know if they're my favorites yet, but have you heard of like trying castor oil for your eyebrows and eyelashes? Mm-hmm. And like, I just for- put it on my eyebrows last night, yeah. You've been, you're a castor oil gal? I found myself on cast. What do they call? You know, they call like sides of TikTok. They call it like book talk if it's about books, or they call it like yeah. Swift talk if it's about Swifties. I'm on the castor oil TikTok. I don't know what they call oh. that, but yeah, I'm on castor oil TikTok. And so I bought packs, castor oil pack. Have you heard about those? No. Just to like put them on your liver, and what it can help all kinds of things. So I've been putting it on my face for a while, intermittently. Okay. What is well, your thoughts? What's it's the episode new to me. Here? It's new to me. And yeah, then but what's the episode? The episode would be because the reason I okay, so I bought castor oil a long time ago, and then I was some somewhere on social and it was being talked about again. And so then I Googled benefits of castor oil and found myself on a Reddit conversation and people swear by it. And then I thought that yes, could be an yes, episode. What hard. do you swear by? What are things you swear by? And actually, let's just let's hard launch it now. We're going to okay. do an episode soon of what do you swear by? That's a big topic. A lot of things can wow, fall yeah. under it. Okay. Yeah. Email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. In the subject, put I swear by, and we'll do a whole episode on these things because there are things, because I love whatever anybody swears by. And that's what sold me. As someone said, there's I swear by castor oil for eyelashes yeah. and eyebrows. And I said, okay, well, I, I shuffled it out because I've had it for a while. I've been sleeping it. on it. Okay. So I mm-hmm. shuffled it out of my little Tupperware thing that I was keeping yeah. extra yeah. stuff. Now I'm doing it. So we'll see. Yeah. But then um, the other thing, and I know you have one because I saw, I saw it on your stories months ago, 
red light therapy. People red swear light therapy. by that. I don't have a red yeah. light. Do uh-huh. I need it? Like, I don't know. Stephanie, the person that what's sent it supposed to, me, to do? Everything. It's like supposed what? to like heal you, like repair your skin, repair your joints, aches. Um, it's incredible for inflammation. Like it's supposed to like make you live longer. Essentially. I had a sore knee and someone messaged me and she goes, put, do red light therapy on your knee. Did it fix it? Like, well, no, cause I only did it one day. And it's, and Stephanie said, oh my God, it's life changing. Like you will love what? this, but you have to be consistent with it. And it's only three minutes, five minutes a day. That's it. She goes, you know, do, do five minutes. She goes, if that's too much, do three. I'm like, what do you mean? I can't sit in front of a light for five minutes. Of course I can sit in front of a light for five minutes, but I wonder if the like healing properties of it are so intense. I don't know. Anyway, I've only done it three times and I need to be consistent with it. But people that love red light, they swear by the red light. What is the red light? Is it just, what do you mean? Like, what is it? It's just a red light bulb. Uh, like, like what makes the it one that magic? I have, yeah, it's infrared. Infrared. Infrared, and it can penetrate. Like I just got a facial a couple of weeks ago, and I asked for an add-on of infrared therapy, and they did some blue and some red, and it's supposed to one's supposed to help with like inflammation, and then one's supposed to help with like repair or something to help with like wrinkle. I don't really know totally. Hmm. This is one of those things where I'm like, all right, enough people are talking about it that I'm convinced I should try it. I'm convinced of the benefits, but I myself can't tell you why you should be doing it yet. Because This is interesting. There seems to be, I mean, this, this is Google, is but there seems to be some things here. In increasing the transportation of electrons, oxygen consumption, and your levels of ATP. But, okay, the, oh, here's where I also saw it was this, on TMZ – there was a story about Kim Kardashian. There was like this, of course, of course, trend. Right, I'm Kim Kardashian, of course. Of course. And she did yeah. this tour of her Skims office and there was like two tanning, there was a tanning bed and then a red light therapy bed. So she just lay in a circular red light therapy thing. And then I thought about, oh, Ashley got a red light. And then today someone was talking about a red light. I thought, well, shit, I need a red light. Well, shit. Everybody's I, red lighting. But then where do I put yeah. it? Do I need to get like a whole, or is there just a place I can go to and like stand in a red light for a couple minutes? Or do yeah, I need to get you're not going to do that. Own? You're not going to do that. You just you're blast it on your face. Car. And you're just like. It's supposed to be like, she, I asked Stephanie, she's like, you uh, ideally as much skin as possible. She does it naked. And you're also, the one that she sent me has a pulley system. Like you put it over your door. And so you can easily like it do the top half of your body and then drop it to the bottom half of your body. And then like, she's like, so I do my top half for three minutes, do my bottom half front for three minutes. Then I turn around and I do my top half and then my bottom half. So all in all, she's doing like 12 minutes in front of the red light every day, but you're like doing the pulley system or whatever. Um, And you're not, I'm not, you might, I feel like you won't drive somewhere to get undressed and stand for five for four minutes. minutes. No, I need one of my own. I need yeah, one of my need. own, but I also want to get one that one. I know works because right. I don't, she said mine's medical grade. I need to ask her what brand it is because if you put into Amazon red light therapy lights, Oh my gosh, a lot of things million. come up and I don't mm. want to get a fake. Right. <laughs> I don't want to get right. I don't like a get red light bulb. If it's not potent. Right. I right. want to know get the real meal deal. What's the real mm-hmm. meal deal? Hey, if anyone has recommendations, please send mm-hmm. them to me. Ash, Ooh. I'd love to know the Let one me that ask you got. I'm ask her. Where, how do I get brand? my hands on this? I'll put it in my office and I'll strip down, you know, every once in a while yeah. and just red uh-huh. light myself. Yeah. What is the brand? It sounds like I need therapy. it. This sounds like why not? Yeah. You know? Why not? We, what do we got to lose? You know? Yeah. But that's the thing. If people swear by it, I'm in. Right. That's the right. ultimate recommendation. I hate I, Like if I, I told got, you I swear by this thing, you'd be like, sign me up. You know what else I thought of? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, I would. What else I thought of yesterday? I was driving and I'm coming into my neighborhood and in front of me, I see not just a car with his head out the window. I see a car in the middle, uh, uh, a dog in the middle of the car his head's out the sunroof and instant smile, Mm. right? Instant smile. And then I thought I started making a list. What did I call it? Like uh, small joys. Mm. And I started writing down like, what are those things that happen? Instant smile. And they're tiny. So I wrote a couple of things. Favorite when your favorite unexpected favorite song comes on joy dog's head out car windows. But actually I don't know if I smile every time I see it. I think I do. I think my soul smiles. But the sunroof was next level. Yeah. 
you're somewhere, you're shopping, all of a sudden you hear kids' laughter, Love little that. kids' laughter, instant smile. So doing those things too. Yeah. I put a couple other things, but I'm like, are these the small joy? Like I said, showering after traveling, your own bed after traveling. I don't know if those count as little joys as much as like They're like guaranteed a dog feel goods. Guaranteed feel goods. Cash back yeah. guaranteed feel goods. Yeah. Cash back guarantee. Yeah. yeah love that. All so right. that too, you know? You can sip with us at gmail.com. Uh, cash guaranteed. back guarantee. Oh, take it go. away. Here we go. No. Same. Guaranteed uh, cash back guarantee small joy win in the morning. Holy moly, that was a lot of word <laughs> salad. Uh, magic spoon. Magic spoon, guys. We talked about this, I think, just last week or two weeks ago. If your New Year's resolution is maybe to cut back on sugar, or let's just like do away with the resolutions, just be like, I want to eat less sugar so that I can feel better this year, maybe add more protein. That was something that I took on a couple years ago and it has stuck and stayed. Cereal doesn't generally fit in with those kinds of principles, but Ocron Trer, my friend, when you bring Magic Spoon to the table, So they've got a variety pack. It's got four flavors in it. They are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar. It's got 13 to 14 grams of protein and four to five grams of net carbs. It's only 140 calories a serving. So with your high protein and zero sugar, it's keto-friendly, like Colleen likes. It's gluten-free, which I need, grain-free and soy-free. I think it's so fun. Cereal, we talked about this last time. Cereal is like I actually Top do think tier. cereal might be an in, like an instant joy yeah. situation. Yep. You know, the problem with cereal is like instant joy while going in, but then sometimes after you could like 30 minutes later, you're like instant blood sugar crash, and that's not so fun anymore. But you don't get that with the magic spoon. Yeah. You know, growing up, cereal was like kind of my staple breakfast. But as I got older and I was more aware of what I was putting in my body, it's something that didn't make the cut. And now I get to bring it back because of Magic Spoon. Love it. Go to magicspoon.com slash sip to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code sip at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember. Start the new year off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash sip and use the code SIP to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's bring it home with a little rant and rave, but I already ranted my rant, so rant your rant to me. Uh, My rant is <laughs> so we have whenever we moved into this house there's a a toilet all of our toilet chains are weak or something i don't know what happens but every single that you know when you sometimes it should be very very rare yeah that you flush a toilet in and your house and flush. it just keeps running yeah oh it's it running runs. okay like it flushes but then it's just like yeah and you got to like, like rattle the thing you got to rattle the thing yeah I'm not kidding when I say if it's not once a day, it's five days a week. No. I flush my toilet. It's and it's all of them. It's in my kit. So there's something about the chains what? that they installed. What I don't know what the hell's going on. It's my guest room. It happened when my when we have guests over where they sleep. It's the main uh one off of our living space, like the, you know, half quarter bath or whatever that thing is. It's in my bedroom. No. It's in the kids' bedroom. It is in every single toilet. They are weak-ass chains that get caught underneath this loop. And I just feel like then it's like running water and wasteful. And I hate it. So I can't just let it go. Like I got to get up and I got to go fix it. Or if I'm in bed and I hear it happening in the master bed in the bathroom, uh, I have to get out of bed and go fix it because it just feels very wasteful. But it also is like, 
I don't understand why you're acting like this. Yes. Why, so you, why can't you be a mature adult? Why Ugh. are you doing this? Like, Ugh. it's like, oh, I need to be seen. Like, take notice. I exist. It's like, we know that you exist. That's why the toilet can flush. Yeah. You don't have to make your presence known. Know your place, toilet. Stay know your, your place, lane. toilet. This is not. Stay in your lane. You don't get a voice here. You're supposed to collect things and then dispose of them. Yeah. You're not supposed to collect, dispose, and be like, see how good I did. You're Listen to me. You're supposed to eat notice shit, not give it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. You're supposed to eat shit. This is a one-way relationship. It it's a one-way street. <laughs> and you're confused. You're confused about the dynamics here. And I need you to get it together. Yeah. Wow. It's very irritating. That is so irritating. I'm irritated I for you. I Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your rave. My rave. Um, My rave. I also just want to say, I think this came up maybe when we were in LA, but I don't know for sure. Under rant, I wrote nightlife picture on Apple. And I have no idea what that means. (laughs) Do you know what that could mean? Okay, here's a rant. Putting something in your phone where you're like, what's that? What the hell is this? What did I mean by that? When I wrote that. Nightlife Nightlife. picture on Apple. Something you don't like. I have no idea what that is. Something I do not like. Not cool. Whatever it is, it's not cool. Okay, what's your rave? Well, we were going to talk about the Emmys and Critics' Choice Awards today. Oh, right. We forgot. Yeah, we got carried away. But one of the movies that is winning a lot of awards right now is called The Holdovers. Oh. And Chris and I watched it the other night. It was very good. Um, I liked it a lot, and I can see why it's getting a lot of attention. Um, And its soundtrack is really good, too. It's like like old oldie oh. type vibe music. I've heard of it. Um, okay. Not oldie type vibe music, but like, I don't know. It's just like cool. It's cool music, uh, but it feels aged. I don't know if it's like 70s music or what, but it's great. What era is the holdovers in? I need to know this. Yeah. Hold on. What era is the hold? I have never even heard of the. You're like, it's getting all this. The stuff. 70s, I was I, right. Okay. Okay. And it stars Paul Giamatti. He's winning a lot of awards. And it's about a New England boarding school. And it goes out for Christmas break and all the kids go home. But there's like a handful of students who have nowhere to go. And this teacher, Paul Giamatti, plays this like awful teacher. He plays this awful teacher and he's like stuck with like one of the like what he considers like awful kids and they like kind of find their way through some hard things together. And it's like a really cool oh, story in that way. That sounds amazing actually. Yeah, it's good. And um, so the teacher and the student, they're in a museum together and um, I won't give away too much of this, but it's this moment where the teacher is showing the student this historical piece and he's explaining the context behind the historical piece. And he is making the point that pretty much everybody in the current day thinks that they're the first people to go through things. When in reality, people have felt the same things that we're feeling like primal, basic things forever. Mm. And in order to understand the now and in order to understand ourselves, we need to recognize like the past. And that has like I love when you see something whether it's like a movie or art or music and it just sort of like sticks with you I think that's like the cool thing about art and I consider movies art and so I've been like thinking about this and then I've been thinking about it in the context of this week and I think sometimes with parenting we think like oh we're the first to experience this or even if we know like our grandparents experienced this or you know, our parents experienced this for whatever reason, we feel like we're the pioneers of it. Like you just kind of Mm -hmm. feel like you're the only one who can understand Mm -hmm. what's happening. Um, But it's not true. And I feel really like this week, I feel really grateful for like the help that we've had, even though I started this episode teary and talking about like how things were hard. There was also people that were like lifesavers to us this week, like specifically um, like my parents and Chris's mom. And I'm really like thankful um, for all of their experience and love and wisdom and support and help because we're not meant to do all of this by ourselves. And we're not Mm. the first ones to experience these things. And I had a moment last night um, in front of, in front of Chris's mom. And she said, Colleen, I've had two kids. She's like, you don't have to explain anything to me. 
you know, and I'll have moments in front of my mom and she's like, Colleen, I raised three kids. You don't have to explain anything to me. Mm. And that's just beautiful. Mm. You know, it's like all of the wisdom and and people in our lives, you know, that came before us that they passed down. And it's in those moments where you're like, man, I'm not the first to go through anything. And there's something really comforting in that. Right after you finish recording, go listen to the thing about Glennon. That I will. I told you about. Yeah. Because it reminds me of, um, she said something, and I'm not going to say it as eloquently, but that same idea of like, she she doesn't believe in forgiveness, not because it doesn't exist, because she, because of the way it's been explained to her, whatever. And then she says, she gives this um, like passage or whatever, where she talks about, you know, you're 13 years old. And your dad is yelling and you're scared and it's neither okay or not okay. Um, but then you think about like, then you zoom out. Cause she talks about forgiveness as being zoomed out. Mm. And that kind of reminds me of what you're saying now, where when you zoom out, you get more perspective, right? And your parents and Chris's mom are just more zoomed out. So they have that perspective, but she says yeah. like, and then I zoom out and I see my father with his father and it's not just yelling, but also hitting. And then I zoom out and I see, you know, his father with his father and then, and they're, they're struggling here. And then I zoom out more and I see his father with his father and they're Mm. on a boat, um, you know, escaping whatever. And like, zoom, zoom, zoom. And she's like, and none of it is okay. None of it is not okay. It all just is. Um, and like just the perspective that zooming out can bring. And I love that what you just said, because I do think our parents have, because they have more experience, Mm -hmm. they have the ability to zoom out farther than we do. Yep. Especially when we're in the midst of it. Like we are so it's, I I talked before about that micro versus macro, like we're looking right here versus pulling back and they're pulled back. And I love that Chris's mom said that to you yesterday Yeah. or that your mom has said that to you, you know, yeah, that makes me emotional because it can feel so big when you're in the moment. Yep. So huge. And then you zoom out and you're like, it's totally okay. I'm All just this is fine. one of many who've driven down one this road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a nice feeling. And it just is. Yeah. Like I also, yeah, yeah. Well, that's beautiful. What's your rave? Oh, my rave. Actually, my rave probably is a similar along the similar lines. Um, again, I'm just going to keep plugging Patreon and not even that I want everyone to go over there. Cause I, I do, but also it's scary. Like if the amount of people that listen to this show, listen to Patreon, I would just have to make sure I manage my mind around that because it would <laughs> yeah. feel scary, yeah. you know, to have that many people hear the insides of me. And, but I have been in a season mm-hmm. of intense struggle. And I feel like I got that zoom out this week, you know? And, and as I was listening to this podcast with Glenn and I ended up stopping and I just started, I stopped the podcast and I was walking with Roka and I ended up writing like could be a chapter in a book. I wrote probably for 30 minutes on my phone. And I just started thinking about how I had worked so hard for so long to, I, the analogy that I have in my phone that I wrote was like playing, you're playing poker and you sit down to a table and you're dealt a losing hand. And I feel like initially, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago or whatever, as long as I can really remember starting in middle school, when I started having these really like self-deprecating thoughts was just like, oh, I'm a piece of shit and there's no way I can win. Like that's the only thing. That's the only conclusion here. Like these are the cards I was dealt and that's the fact. And then I started like playing a little bit more and getting more, um, I guess, experienced with it and realizing like, oh, you can trade some of these cards in and, um, you know, you don't, not every hand is a losing hand. And like, you know, just because you lose one hand doesn't mean you're losing the whole game and that you suck and whatever. And so then I started winning and I started winning a lot and it became to the point where I felt like I couldn't lose. Right. And that's where I was. And then the last several years have been like, I tried a new game or something Mm. and I had to relearn how to play. And then, uh, like the dealer changed the deck and it felt really hard. And they were like, you can't sit at this table anymore. And I, what, what just occurred to me of like why this last 
season was so hard for me is because, and actually what happened was Elizabeth Gilbert was talking about, she's like, I'm a lot of things, but I am not a light, easy person. And I love listening to the, we can do hard things podcast because Glennon in a lot of ways is like me where she is messy. She's depressed. She has anxiety and also, um, is a really cool human. I feel like, right. So I relate to her just owning her shit and Elizabeth Gilbert saying like, I love when she says like, I'm a lot of things, but I am not an easy person. Like I am deep and have all kinds of layers. Um, and when someone owns that and you've told yourself like, that's a problem that you are deep, it's just so refreshing. So I started thinking, why was this last whatever so hard? And I think I was trying to shape shift. Like I'm, I wrote like, I'm ooey gooey, messy. Um, I'm layered. I'm passionate. I swear. I like to like, and I have a shitty or not shitty, but like just immature sense of humor sometimes. Like I'm not going to be for everybody. And I was trying to fit myself into this space that I didn't belong. And I kept trying to sit down at this table and I kept like, just really like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. Make room for me. I should fit here. So if I don't fit here, let me contort myself and let me see how can I possibly make myself belong at this table? And I feel like what's happened in this last couple of days for me is like, that's just not my fucking table. Mm -hmm. I was never supposed to sit there. Yeah. Like, it's not that something's wrong with me. It's that my ooey gooey-ness, the the parts that make me me, the parts I actually really like about me. I like my depth. I like my emotion. I like my passion. I like all of those things, but they don't belong at that table. Yeah, It spills over and I don't fit there. So it's that zoom out of like, oh, there's other tables I can go to, mm-hmm. you know, like go find another fucking table where you fit or like build your own damn table, whatever. Um, so it's that same kind of vibe of what you're talking about is just that pers- like just perspective. I love that. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, Ashley did get very vulnerable about this over on Patreon. And I know you've like shared that, but don't miss out on Fridays. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sit with us. Um, and we love you. We love you. You can sit with us always. always. And we will see you you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.